Welcome to the How to Write and Self-Publish Your Travel Book Show. This podcast brings you the most up-to-date and relevant advice, tips, and strategies to get your travel book in front of a global audience. And here's your host, travel writer and digital nomad, Jay Artali. I'm the author of a four-part book series which covers how to plan, write, and self-publish your travel guide. And even though I've written a number of travel guides, I still use the same methodology that I outlined in my planning book to help me plan and organize the content for my travel guides. So in today's show, it's kind of a case study, and I'm going to walk you through the thought process and decisions I made when determining the content scope for my current travel guide. Not only did I have to decide what type of travel guide I was going to write, I had to look at the theme and angle that was going to narrow the content scope so that it was relevant to a specific audience and could stand out in a crowded marketplace. So you're ready to write about your travels, but what kind of book do you want to write? Travel books come in two main categories. There's the traditional travel guide and a travel narrative. When you start looking at the tone and slant of your travel guide, one of the structural elements you need to consider after you fully explore the travel guide concept is to decide whether you're going to include any narrative elements into your book. But don't get too hung up on whether to include travel narrative in your travel guide too early on in the writing process. The distinction between a guide and a narrative is something to have in the back of your mind as you start your planning your travel guide. So let's look at a couple of definitions. Definition of a travel guide is that it helps readers find the best sites, activities, restaurants, hotels, and attractions for a given destination, and can be written to advise or share knowledge or to inspire other people to travel to that destination. A travel narrative, on the other hand, entertains readers by allowing them to share and experience a travel destination through your eyes. Whereas a travel narrative is your personal insights of a destination, traditionally a travel guide is a neutral review of what's waiting for you at that destination. Now where it gets a bit hazy is when we start looking at hybrid guides. None of these book definitions are set in stone because you're the author and you can write and include any content that you want within your book. I started my writing journey publishing travel guides And when I started writing my first book, it was a pure traditional travel guide with just information to help fellow travellers navigate the destination. But then I decided to add a human element to the travel guide and I started to add little tips and advice about my first-hand experience of the destinations I was writing about. This approach transformed my dry, fact-only travel guide to a book that provided personal insights and advice for my fellow travellers. And this made it more approachable, and in my opinion, a much better read. Flash forward a few more books, and I'm currently working on a Cambodia travel guide. When I started this guide, again, it was a fact-based travel guide about the destinations we went to, and how we travelled from A to B, and recommendations for local food, events, and contact information for activities and events we participated in, like a cooking class. During the writing and information compilation process, I started looking at Amazon to do competitive research. Now, Cambodia is a popular destination and there's lots of travel guides out there, 
all of the mainstream travel publishers like Lonely Planet, Rough Guides, they all have a book solely focused on Cambodia, as well as books covering Vietnam, Cambodia and Northern Thailand. The Cambodia travel guide market isn't saturated, but it's well covered. And if a traveller is going to Cambodia, they're more likely to pick up one of these traditional guides than an independent guide that doesn't cover as many places. I was aware that my travel guide wasn't going to cover all the cities and main towns within the country because I hadn't visited them. And I only wanted to include destinations that I had first-hand experience of visiting. So at this point in my book writing process, I had the foundation material that I knew that I wanted to write about. But I had to take a deeper dive into my theme and angle to make sure that I could create a book that offered more than one of the generalist guidebooks. There had to be a compelling reason why readers would buy my book over one of the more general travel guides. I knew that if I didn't have a clear idea of my theme and angle, I'd have trouble defining my descriptive statement and targeting the readers. To focus my book, I knew that I needed to look at a broad theme and then narrow the focus by defining the angle. So I'd already defined that the scope of my book was a Cambodia travel guide covering all of the towns and cities that we traveled to. And then my theme was that it was a backpacker's guide for baby boomers. This is a broad enough theme to help readers identify whether this book is going to be relevant to them or not. And then to differentiate my book from any other backpacker's book about Cambodia, I decided to focus the angle on backpacking for the first time with my spouse and also volunteering through Workaway as part of our travel adventure. By identifying my theme and angle, it helped me to evaluate the type of content that I would need to include in my travel guide. And because I wanted to focus on traveling for the first time with my spouse and the workaway adventures, there's no way that I could communicate those experiences with a traditional travel guide. So what started off as a concept for a traditional travel guide had now morphed into a hybrid travel guide, including anecdotes and narratives but I knew that these first-hand accounts would differentiate my book from all the other books about Cambodia in the marketplace. The next big decision I had to make was how was I going to structure and organize the content? I could make it into a two-part book. The first part be the traditional travel guide information and the second part be a memoir. So together, these two halves of content become one complete book. When I looked at this project from a level of effort, creating two separate sections with a clearly defined scope for each was definitely going to be the easiest. But looking at the content from a logical point of view, I realized I needed to integrate these two halves into one complete book that flowed from topic to topic and each chapter needed to include the travel guide information and the travel narrative information that was relevant to that section of the book. By structuring the content like this, it allows the reader a more streamlined journey through the book's content. Planning the book and the content was definitely a lot less effort than actually writing the content. I'm used to writing travel guide information, and there's a distinct third-person perspective when writing a travel guide. But as soon as you start venturing over the line from travel guide facts and information to first person travel narratives, 
You have to pay special attention about how you transition from one to the other. This is when writing tone and style comes into play. And I'm still playing around with the best way to integrate the two different styles of content. If I'd stuck with my original plan of just publishing a traditional travel guide, it would be out and available on Amazon already. But I think by paying special attention to my core audience and narrowing down my theme and angle, it's really going to help me attract a core reader base that is going to be interested in the type of adventure we went on. And hopefully my content will inspire them to take a similar journey of their own. So when it comes time to write your own travel guide, you need to determine, are you going to write a traditional travel guide or are you going to include travel narratives and anecdotes throughout it? What's the scope of your travel guide? What niche are you going to focus on? I cover all of these topics in a lot more detail in book one of my series, How to Plan Your Travel Guide. And that book also comes with free downloadable worksheets that helps you through each one of the decisions that you need to make to make sure that your book appeals to your target audience. The more time you spend planning your travel guide, the easier it's going to be to write. But sometimes there's so many decisions you have to make and so many options in front of you that you can end up feeling overwhelmed or discouraged. But don't give up on your goal of being a travel guide writer. If you've got any questions or concerns about the concept of your travel guide, Get in touch via email or through social media and I'll do what I can to offer advice and point you in the right direction. Sometimes it's just good to have somebody as a sounding board. Don't be shy about getting in touch. You've been listening to How to Write and Self-Publish Your Travel Book Show, hosted by travel writer Jay Artali. Visit us at www.birdsofafeatherpress.com.